So one of the most common questions that I get asked is, what if I see something really scary or frightening in an intuitive reading? Um, or I do a session with an intuitive reader and they tell me something really scary and frightening, right? What then? If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer, and you sense there is more to your path, and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers then you're in the right place using your intuition doesn't have to be vague inconsistent draining or filled with uncertainty you don't need to be born in a family of psychics you don't need crystals pendulums oracle cards or years of meditation what you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. So, you may think that um, honing this gift of intuition uh, means that there are certain kinds of risks as well, right? Um, the kind of risks where, you know, what if, you know, I get premonitions and I see, you know, the future, but it's not at all what I wanted or not at all what, you know, the person that I'm doing a reading for wants, you know, then what, right? Um, and, you know, worse still, if I can't prevent it or I can't stop it, then what? Um, I don't know if you guys have been watching uh, Manifestation on Netflix. It's quite a good TV series. <laughs> Um, where the characters get these premonitions and they get these what they call callings, all right, signs and um, and of course with all of that drama, I mean, one may have that impression that it's like that in real life as well, right? When you get that deep sense of knowing and it's not always what you expect or what you want, you know, you know, then maybe it's not a gift that you really want to hone or you really want. Um, you know, a lot of characters in that manifestation show, <laughs> at least in the first few seasons, um, want to get rid of their ability, right? Only a few um, start to accept the gift, um, but many of them are trying to get rid of it. So, um, if you intuitively see something bad or frightening or scary... It is a judgment and it's your interpretation of what you're receiving. It's not necessarily fact or truth. And it's definitely not object, um, not non-judgmental. Um, so it's definitely a judgment. Um, and it's definitely uh, you know, not objective either. Okay. Now what we receive through our deep intuition. 
You know, for me, intuition is our soul's voice. Okay, so the messages that come from our soul, right, are neither bad nor good, right nor wrong, right? The construct of something being right, wrong, good, bad, black, white, um, is human. And there are certainly more comfortable or less comfortable experiences that we have in life. And very often what we consider challenges are opportunities for soul growth and for soul expansion, right? And so it really is a matter of perspective then, right? And so if you do see something bad, something frightening, something scary, something you know unwanted, right? It probably means that your intuition is not clear. It's probably filtered or marred or impaired, right? If with nothing else, it's impaired by judgment. Um, it's also very likely that what you're receiving is incomplete, right? So if it's, think about it this way, if it's simply a page out of a chapter, okay, or a chapter out of a book, right? The story is incomplete, right? Um, it could also mean that you don't have a sufficient spiritual knowledge to back up or understand what you're receiving. And so it's very likely that um, the other possibility is that it is not your intuition. It's not your soul's divine voice, okay? Now, the voice of pure intuition is clear. It often has um, a wise kind of sense or tone about it. It's often uplifting and empowering. Okay, and so it's, it's never controlling. It never tells you what to do. Um, it is never, um, what is the word? It never invokes fear either, right? It simply is. It's completely neutral and non-judgmental. So, as clear intuitive channels and becoming an intuitive channel is very different from simply having intuition or being intuitive, right? Um, all of us have intuition and all of us are intuitive to a different degree, right? Whether we recognize it, whether we um, use it or not, right? Um, if you're a spiritual person and you believe in a deeper essence, you believe um, in a deep pureness, let's say, right? If intuition is the voice of that pureness, then if you believe that all of us um, are of a divine source, then we all have intuition, okay? Um, and so as clear intuitive channels, we do not interpret what we receive, okay? We translate it. So think about it this way, right? Even for someone who is translating, um, you know, translating a message from one, um, one language to another, it's the same thing, right? We have to be able to receive 
the message with crystal clarity. Okay, so imagine if you were sitting in a room with a translator, okay, and um, let's say this was a, I don't know, Chinese to English translator, it could be Japanese to English translator, it might be Latin to, to English translator, and you speak English, all right? Now, if the translator sitting in the room with you, okay, wasn't listening or wasn't paying attention to the source of the message, okay, um, then obviously whatever, whatever he or she tries to um, translate to you, okay, um, he, she, them, translates, uh, you know, tries to translate to you, right? If the source is already not clear or filtered or, you know, you know, basically wasn't received with complete clarity, then the message that's translated is also not going to be clear. Okay, so that's the first thing, okay? Um, that crystal clarity. Um, the second thing is that translator needs to be, of course, able to understand the source of that message completely, right? Um, and so let's say the source speaks, um, again, you know, the other language, uh, I don't know, Japanese, Chinese, Thai, whatever, right? Um, if the translator um, it, it themselves, right, um, doesn't fully understand the message, then they won't be able to translate that for you either, okay? Now, the third thing is, of course, that translator then has to be able to communicate that message and not, and communicate it, communicating it effectively means um, communicating the message in as pure a way and as with little filters as possible, okay? Because, of course, right, if you're sitting in the room and the translator, <sighs> um, I don't know, gives you like three words, <laughs> Um, and, you know, after the source of the message, let's say, you know, speaks for like five minutes, you're going to be like really suspect, right? <laughs> like, how could the translator translate all of that in like just three words, right? Um, and of course, I'm not saying that um, that might not be an accurate translation. It might be. Um, however, um, you know, what ideally you want as a receiver on the receiving end right, is you want to know that you can receive that message in as clear and an unfiltered way as possible. The translator didn't, you know, add or dilute the message or like delete some bits or edit some bits out, right? So um, these are the three things that are really important um, when you are a clear uh, interview channel, okay? Being able to receive the message really clearly, understand it completely and be able to communicate that message in a very pure way, okay? And so really um, becoming an intuitive channel, um, becoming an advanced intuitive reader means we go from just being able to use our intuitive skills, okay? Um, you know, being intuitive, trying to interpret and figure out the data, trying to decipher um, the voice of our souls versus having this direct access to pure soul wisdom. Okay? Um, 
so in the same example of the translator, it's it's still, of course, uh, more effective if we learn the language rather than having to rely on the translator or that we be the translator, you know, um, themselves, rather than be on the, excuse me, the, you know, being on the receiving end um, of the message, okay? Um, and similarly, it's another example I can give you is if you, if you're already intuitive, right? Um, and most of us are, as I said before, um, it's like we already have the skills to read a music score, okay? And we can play the instrument well, maybe, all right, if we um, do the basics of developing our intuition. But becoming a clear intuitive channel go means that instead of just having the skills to read the music score or play the instrument well, we become the clearest high-frequency instrument, okay? And we receive directly, okay? And when the message is so clear, all we need to do is translate it. You know, we don't um, need and... Um, I would argue it's more effective when we don't interpret the data and what we receive, okay? So um, the Soul Intelligence Program, the intuition program that I teach, um, really gives um, you know, students of the program um, a lot of spiritual knowledge so that you have enough knowledge to back up what you receive, to understand what you're receiving, okay? Um, and of course, you know, part of the program um, and what I'm really, really proud of is that well, it's taught in a very structured, practical way, okay? And the processes are repeatable. There are methodologies and processes that are repeatable. Um, and I've also created lots of frameworks that um, make very complex concepts simple to understand, okay? So a lot of it is distilled down um, in a practical way, in an applicable way, um, because I believe, you know, there's no point in really learning anything if you can't apply it right, to life, to ourselves, um, and to um, just support ourselves, right? Um, and of course, support others, okay? Because um, a lot of the training really um, teaches you how to then not just receive for yourself, but, you know, conduct intuitive readings and receive for others as well. Uh, and so, enrollments uh, or enrollment is open until Monday, so send me a direct message and um, I'll arrange with you um, in the message how we can get on a call and um, speak directly. Uh, and if you have any other questions um, about the program, about intuition, please just also send me a direct message. Thank you. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands, or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I am on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.